great way to start out a podcast. Dude. Oh no, grading. <laughs> Have we begun? It has begun. Is it recording? It's Can we recording. hear? Oh. Um, what? So, <laughs> what, what, do you like, would you like to explain what just happened to us? We recorded about. Eh, 40 minutes worth. No, it was an hour and six minutes. An hour and six minutes. Not including the 20 minutes after it stopped recording that we kept talking. Of recording. And, uh, yeah, it, it did stop while uh, while we were recording. And uh, we were talking about the Oscars and... Nominations, the snubs, the things when it comes to nominations. we said would have saved your life. Would've it would have blown your mind. Blown your mind. It would have opened your eyes. But we'll never know what we said because... We owned the shit out of that Oscar... Podcast. It, it didn't even see it coming. Like, the Oscars would have just said, hey, let's just play this instead of showing the Oscars. I agree. That's what the Academy would have done. I agree. But we'll never have it. And you know why? Macintosh. That's right. It crashed. It just uh, stopped. It gave me that, you know, that pleasant circle of rainbows that just danced on the screen. And apples, man. Dance. You know what I like about apples? Apple juice. <laughs> you know what I hate about apples? They're cores. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. The soul of the apple, I hate. But you know what we failed to do last time? We completely failed to even introduce who we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that was important. It's kind of important. Uh, I think I think our uh, fair maidens would like to be able to connect with us on some level. Our fair maidens? Our fair maidens are... Just I, women? That's why I picture our, what are, our viewers. Our pale females. And I know they're not viewers. They're... they're they're viewing with their ears. They're sonically viewing. <laughs> they're smelling us with their the eyes of their ears. <laughs> that's 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 exactly right. Our yes, uh, our fair maidens, our Rapunzels. Uh, How come that'll be you? No men are listening. <laughs> I don't think men care to listen to us. <laughs> Women, on the other hand... Is that good? I can tell you, like, you should see how we're dressed right now. This stud. <laughs> this stud. He's he's snappy. He's dressed to the nines. So I'm wearing... Uh, you've seen a traffic cone, right? <laughs> it's that color. It's a hoodie. And uh, underneath, it's like this shirt that has... It's graffito. Like, the, all of 90s hip-hop combined into one shirt. And just... Plus it has. Does it say greasy on it? No, it says too easy. It's just, oh. <laughs> it has brass knuckles, a fist with brass knuckles that spell out too easy. It's got an eight ball on fire. Eight ball on fire. It has a clock in here somewhere. Graffiti is a traffic light. And uh, that's, that's the whole, snappy. The whole uh, attire just screams thrift, thrift store chic, which is um, what We're I was it back. for. We're bringing it back. Was it, was it a thing already? I'm bringing it back. Yep. I'm unaware. I'm, I'm aware of that. Okay, uh... And Elliot's wearing an all-that shirt. My name is Elliot, by the way, I guess. Someone sh should have told you that. I'm Jeremy, too. Um, all that. My favorite 90s show. Is it? That's a bold statement. I loved it. I did, too. But I... I loved it. So I loved I... that whole Snick block. Oh, Snick. Oh, Snick. Snick. Oh, I miss Snick. Delicious. Oh, you're thinking of Snickers. Also good. You know what I like to do? What's that? Eat Snickers and watch Snick. That's because you're a dad. Yeah, I'm a father. You're I keep frozen my, Snickers. I keep my Snickers in the refrigerator. Like all dads do. I tuck my t-shirt and my jean shorts and have my cell phone clip. <laughs> Socks with sandals. Socks, sandals, fanny, fanny pack. pack. Done. Yes. <laughs> On the same page. And you know what? It's kind of a self-prophecy because for from ages 3 until 11, 
maybe it wasn't 11. It was 10 or 11. I did wear a fanny pack. Um, I did wear a fanny pack. It kept, I kept my special rocks and treasures and things in there. It was a Darkwing Duck thing, theme panty, fanny pack. How can you go wrong with that? I don't know. But I love the foresight the <laughs> Darkwing Duck franchise had to say, we should come out with some fanny packs. <laughs> and that was, that was my favorite 90s show, probably, was Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck was... I, I guess I was thinking non-animated. Okay, that's fair to say. I also liked What Would You Do? As long as it was on Nickelodeon, I pretty much liked it. What Would You Do? Loved it. Eh. But the pie coaster and the, the pie, pie chair. Coaster. All the pies. The, the, what was the uh, Wallo Wallo stuff? Wallo stuff. Yep. You got to get your tokens, man. You got to go over Wallo stuff. I but, loved it. I never wanted to be grabbed by hand, though. That was scary to me. Like when the hand came out with the pie. Yeah. You know what wasn't scary, though? What's Legends that? of the Hidden Temple. When those no. stupid... Uh, the Are you kidding me? The warrior guys? They, they came out of the maze? That terrified me. Really? Yes. I hated those. I was I, I like, always like, push them. I always said, if they wanted me to be on that show, like if they begged me <laughs> and they would pay me money, I wouldn't do it. I'm too scared of those too guys. Too scared of the warriors? I don't want to like successfully complete a room those and then this stuff. guy comes out and like fondles me <laughs> and takes away my coins that I just earned. I always say, don't give him a coin, just punch him. <laughs> it never says in the rules, you can't punch the greased up consequential guy. Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> I said Quetzalcoatl. It's uh... close enough. Um, what is this podcast about? What is uh? Well, we're. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we're both we're both artists. I think everyone's an artist. We just all have different mediums. And a but lot of people don't consider themselves to be artists, and that's uh, true. But I would consider those people artists anyway. I would, but the point is, we consider ourselves to be artists, we and not are in artists. a snooty way. No. Not in a snooty way, Not but really. the things that we are interested in and the things that we are pursuing and our biggest talents are those of our artistic variety. Creativity. We've both been published everywhere. Uh, Elliot's probably the best pencil and pen artist that I know. Thanks. You're welcome. And I know a lot of people. Um, music, everything like that. We're art guys, and we're also janitors so we know the secret underworld of uh we know commercial we know, corporations and, and, and people's dirty stuff people's dirty stuff man so you know what that you, being said this is not a gossip this is not a uh, gossip podcast <laughs> or a job rant at all no um but man you think you're having a bad day I, every every day i find um in either the trash or the little metal boxes in the women's stalls right a pair of clothing that is just no longer wearable every day. So you think you're having a bad day out there? Maybe you are. Maybe you're one of those people that are throwing your underwear away because they're just unuseful. Anymore. Yeah, but someone threw away their underwear. And if you're having that kind of day where you have to discard, while you're at work, while you're at work. discard some of your clothing and try to hide that fact for the rest of the day. You, the rest of the day, you have to deal with the fact that you are not wearing underwear. And people probably know. At least you feel like you, they know. You know what? I uh, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. You know I, what? You know why I could never be a magician? <laughs> because <laughs> not just because I don't know magic. Now? Okay. <laughs> but because I could, I would not be able. I would. You're lying to the audience. Basically, you are lying to an audience for uh, an hour or a half hour or however long you have, and a lot of it is just like a trick. And a lot of it, you feel like, I would feel like, they can see this. They see right through this. They uh, they, they see what I'm doing. They're trying to, 
they're just trying to disprove you the whole time. You're, the audience is against you. Yeah, it's true. I don't want. I don't want to be. A, I don't want to feel like, hey, look, I'm clever. I think. I think magicians and practical jokers are kind of in the same boat. Like, ha, look <laughs> what true. I did. That's why the amazing Jonathan is so successful. That's a good point. Uh, because he, he, he realizes that, and he's both to the extreme. That's a good point. I do like him. Yep. And he also pokes fun at it. Yep, absolutely. Helps. Like Penn and Teller. Right at the begin- beginning of Penn and Teller's show, they, go, they say, everything that you see on stage with magicians is completely fake. Everything we're about to do is completely fake. And with that being known, here's a magic trick. Yeah, and they just, they amaze everyone. Yeah, very self-aware show. Well, I have an ulterior motive for this podcast. Uh, don't act surprised. <gasps> because I, I just told you last podcast. Yep, I know you did. That was eaten by the apples. That's right. Uh, I, I, I worded it pretty eloquently in my little notebook here I, I have. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me refer to the notebook These are, to get my point across. No, it's literally paper with binding, kids. Uh, it is. Uh, not a notebook computer. I'm old school. Um, I'm using this podcast to figure out uh, what I want to do with my life. Just by talking. And that's heavy, but it's a podcast of self-discovery. Solely through talking. I think I think that it can be more than just fun. I think it, maybe it could be helpful. Um, that's what I want to do with it. And I think um, all of our polite friends and family and accidental listeners can... Uh, discover something about themselves too i think so hopefully i think so just by a sparking discussion or at least sparking a thought i think so we're we've, gonna... already, we've already talked about magic yeah <laughs> that's that's right from the get-go you the know journey. it's gonna be good you should stay tuned that's right stay tuned fair maidens um we we've we've had many conversations over the years many discussions on many many topics um so, i'd like to revisit several at least i'd like to revisit at least a couple at least one. I'd like to revisit all of those one topic uh, topics. I'd like to revisit them, see how we feel about them now, um, mm. discuss a little bit, maybe tell some anecdotes, some stories. Um, we've got all kinds of topics to go on. Um, you know, if you're interested in, in the paranormal, if you're interested in, in aliens or sleep, sleep phenomena, dreams, these yeah. are all kinds of things that we enjoy talking about. Um, not too. Not at an annoying college level either. Thank you for using. That. I was going to say we're not going to get collegey on you with our with our terms. No, absolutely not. I mean, Eight maybe terms. a little, but it, we're not we're not going to try to be so academic about this, because um, I find that to be incredibly boring, incredibly me, pompous. Me too. And and I, I can't stand to listen to people talking that way. And annoying and relative. I I don't want any theses. I want this to be like I want this to be like a conversation between friends. Mostly like, questions. Like hey, we're at a party. And we're just hanging out. Do you remember that party we went to? The um, yes MMA party with Frank. Yes, I recall. Nothing special happened there at all. No. So there you go. <laughs> That's not completely true. Well, okay, yeah, nothing special happened. You're right, but it was kind of interesting. See, because our friend Frank was house sitting for someone. Uh, watching MMA in the basement and allowing uh, a, the kid, uh, that one of the person's kids showed up and was like, hey, I'm going to have a party here. Is that cool? And he was like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. there's going to be lots of underage drinking. Is that fine? And he was like, eh, no, but they did anyway. And also they made their own beer that they drink. 
That's right, and it was apparently horrible. Yeah. It felt really weird. Uh, I felt like the young one who didn't quite belong, even though I was like five years older than all of them. Because <laughs> they were at a party, and they were all popular with each other, and I was kind of like, why am I here? I, I kind of feel that way uh, wherever I am. <laughs> well, well put. So it's kind of a good... I think that's why I brought that up. Do you have any reasons for doing this podcast? Anything, any, any, anything that really drew you to wanting to say, hey, listen to these things? But I think there's, there's um, value in the organization of thought and uh, also, of course, self-discovery. And um, I, th I have a very unique voice and I have um, a unique perception of things and culture and the it's world. It's very perceptive of you to say. Thank you. It's very redundant. Wow, and that voice say. was kind of unique. <laughs> kind of. Unique can't have a degree. It is or it isn't. <sighs> yeah, you got me there. Um, and you know what? I'd, uh, I can't say there is a, a distinct original purpose. I just want to do it to do it. Like so many things I do. Um, it's an experience and it's something I want to try. Plus, it's, it's a popular thing to do. Like bungee jumping? I would love to bungee jump. Skydiving? I would love to skydive. Um, that's all that comes to mind. I want to ride in a helicopter. I've ridden a helicopter. It's on my bucket list. Really? Uh -huh. It was almost uh, the last thing that I've ever done. <laughs> Did it almost crash? Well, no. It was after a, a car accident. Oh. My, my first memory is... Uh, this is when I, 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 I started retaining memories. I was uh, two or three, and um, I was in a car accident. My mother was driving. I wasn't driving. Are you sure it was an accident? I was far too drunk to be driving. No, um, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know because I don't remember. Hitting the uh, sauce pretty hard. I, yeah. Uh, I remember looking up and seeing my little brother next to me in his car seat, just kind of dangling by the strap. It was gross. Is that when he broke his legs? Uh, he didn't break his leg. He fractured his skull. He never broke his legs. Oh. I, I just saw a picture of him in a, in a wheelchair. Oh, he was doing a play. Oh, really? Yeah. I always thought that was straight from the hospital. Nope. It's pretty... Yeah, he's, he's a good actor. So this giant picture of Nate yeah. and, and they, they've had on their wall ever since I've known them, his brother... Uh, giant framed picture on the wall of him in a wheelchair with a blanket over his legs just giving a thumb up like hey it's gonna be all right it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna be all right i'm doing okay i always thought that was through. i always thought that was pretty sweet and we, that was really nice we always told people that was when he had polio <laughs> i didn't realize this whole time he was Get acting on my face i'm yeah. actually kind of offended he was doing magic full circle oh my goodness that's how that a happens. paraplegic magician yeah Ooh, I think it would sell. And then at the end of every show, he stands up and walks and everybody applauds. I think Nathan the Paraplegic Magician sounds like a novel waiting to be written. <laughs> Maybe that should be the title of this here podcast. Nathan the Paraplegic Magician. <laughs> I think it's a little too obscure. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess it definitely would get people to click on it, but then they'd be so mad that it had nothing to do with uh, a how, paraplegic... I'm inexperienced at this podcasting thing. It's my first podcast, and I've never actually listened to too many, but... I've just started, and... How many, how many uh, podcast names have any relevancy to, to what they talk about? Mm, they do. Okay. Uh, they do to a degree. What are we called? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I, have, I have some suggestions. We've tossed around the title, uh, Less Bread, More Taxes. Yes, each, each statement followed by an exclamation point. Right. 
Um, Which I really like. I think that's drawn from a chapter of a Lewis Carroll. It is. It's the, the name of the very first chapter of Sylvie and Bruno yeah. uh, by Lewis Carroll, which I, I was a big fan of um, in high school. Um, I haven't read it in a long time, but I just think that's one of the best well-written things ever is the name of that just chapter. That chapter title. Yeah. Less bread, more taxes. It's hilarious. Uh, obviously, this podcast will have very little to do with yeast or wages, or maybe maybe it'll have everything to do with yeast and wages. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know much. About we haven't yeast. gotten there yet. I don't either. Um, infections. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I have some other suggestions as well. Okay. Uh, hi there, anomaly. Hi there, anomaly. I could I could see that like on the side of a shirt, not not the front of a shirt, but definitely on the I, side I, of a I shirt. I like it. I I, th- I don't know. I think it I think it it, it says everything without saying anything. Uh, it definitely contributes to the uniqueness of our uh, voices. 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 My voice. My I don't think my voice is very unique. My voice is very flat, very nasally. If your voice were an instrument. Kazoo, maybe or harpsichord. A bent trombone. Hardly a har- harpsichord. <laughs> accordion. An out of tune brass instrument. <laughs> Not an accordion. Maybe an accordion. Maybe in, maybe in, like a thrift store accordion. A plastic accordion that someone has peed on. That's your voice. A plastic child's accordion that yeah. was urinated upon. Yep. Or even pooped into. Yeah, pooped into. And squeezed so it smeared all up in the inside. I would play that. I would play the shit out of that. Oh! oh. Love it. Um, another suggestion for you. Besides playing it? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, besides, hi there, Anomaly. Oh, okay. Since you didn't seem to like that. I like it. Oh, you like it? You yeah. like it now? I, I, I like it. Is it still a side of the shirt name? Well, you put something on front of the shirt. It just seems to be a little... This has abrasive. nothing to do with t-shirts. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's, that's what's good about it. It's not so abrasive. So should it be across the it's shoulders not... of the shirt? That's not abrasive. That's like, hey, no. if you see me in passing, like this, this podcast, it, it's it's not gonna be uh, you, very free form. You know, yeah, it's free form. And it's not agendaed. Um, so the side of the shirt, I have a little bit of an agenda. Okay, I'm not trying to force anything <laughs> on anybody else. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> yeah. Just want you to believe the things I say. How about? Uh, Give me another name. Yeah, uh, Ars Pathetica. Do you get that? Ars Pathetica, so it's like a play on... Like Ars the, Poetica. The poetry form, Ars Poetica, which is basically a poem about a poem. It's, it's writing about writing. Writing about your writing. So, like, if you're saying... So Inception was Ars... Filmetica? Filmetica. I don't know. A no, cin- that's a, that's cinematica? Ars Cinematica? No, that would be a movie within oh, a movie. So, so it'd be a, like a dream within a like, dream. Okay, so, like, Ars uh, Somnitica. Somnitica? Ah, that sounds like a song so, has to do with sleep. sleep. So that'd be like a dream within a dream. All right, I'm with you. That's that's clever. Oh, what'd you say though? Ars pathetica. Ars pathetica, like because it's like ars poetica. So, for example, okay. if you're writing a poem and you're like, you're a frustrated writer and you're just, oh, the way my blood bleeds upon these blue horizons across the, the page of infinite dismay or something like that. That's Proust. That was Proust. That 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 would be uh, a direct quote. Uh, that's Ars Poetica. So Ars Pathetica is like saying what? Ars Pathetica would be like 
something that's weak and pathetic inside something that's weak and pathetic to begin with. Yes. What do you think about that? I think that's sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Are we sad? No, but it's funny, too. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's ironic. I guess it's funny if you look back at it, but it's, now I'm just sad. It's ironic, but not in a hipster way. <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> they don't they can't have the they can't have that entire word. They can't have that whole um state of irony. They're not allowed to own it. Just like I don't think gays should get to own the rainbow. Now that's an old joke. That's not my joke. A million people have made that joke. It's not a joke to me. <laughs> gays should not get the rainbow. They should not get also they should not just get the color purple automatically or whatever it is they have. I don't I don't get it either. I, I understand the uh not that I have anything against gays. The interlocking circle. Gay people, homosexuals. Gays. I'm not very PC, but I mean, I have nothing, there's nothing mean in, in No, I, I, I like the queers. <laughs> I've, I've been called a uh, friend of the fags. I have. I have. Uh, so I can say that. <laughs> that's ars offendica. That's, that's offensive <laughs> within something that's... Ars, ars pathetica? <laughs> Pathetic ass. Pathetic ass. A uh, pathetic ass within another pathetic ass. Flat bottomed. I don't like it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave it at that. No, I, I don't not, like it either. I like uh, less bread, more taxes, or higher anomaly. I do far too. superior. Far superior to. Uh, so you, as the viewer, probably, and I know you're not a viewer. You're a sonic viewer. Audibler. Uh, just to tread that ground again. Um, Thanks. Yep. You pro you know the name of the of the podcast already. You know how this is going to turn out. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. How they no, we don't. We're not there yet. But see, they're in the future when this podcast is named and there's a description and they can download it and listen to it. I'm with you. See? So very, there's little surprise for them. I'm curious to see how it turns out. Send me a tweet. Let me know how it turns out. Yeah, tweet him. <laughs> tweet me right now. And tell me how, how it turned out. Because <laughs> we want to know, man. So we, <laughs> so can I get know this, right now. we don't want to get this going. So as soon as you... We, we name it, and you guys read it, and then send it back to... you think we should set up a Twitter or an email or something yeah. at some point? At some point, we need a whole website. I guess we need to know if there are any viewers at all. If you are viewing this at all, send it to the email, which we will send you eventually. And, and then let, we will know. And let us know what that email is, too, once you <laughs> get there. So we don't have to... This is all very confusing. I'm new at this. Does the internet go back in time? Are we there yet? As a society... I think, yeah, H.G. Wells wrote about that in The Time Machine. The Morlocks um, control the internet. Oh, I remember that. Something like that. Well, that's cool. Um, so now we have... What are you eating right now? Vague. I'm eating nothing at all. I feel like... I feel like I should be eating because I'm hungry. That might be a little rude, though. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I want to get my keyboard. Again, uh, that, that might be a little churlish. Trollish. Boorish. Kind of uncouth of us to <laughs> just gnaw away into the microphone. Now, if this podcast were about eating food, I think that'd be completely acceptable. And in fact, my favorite my favorite podcast right now, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks, with Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh. I love that guy. Hopefully I'm not picking up too many of their mannerisms, because uh, I listen to it all the time now. Oh man, you're not going in fresh. Oh no. I'm going in fresh. Yes. But I've kind of, it's given me an idea of how a podcast should work and how to keep it going. And I feel like there's just a lot of rambling until we hit on a subject. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then we're doing perfectly. Yes. Good job, Elliot. Yeah. Um, the reason this podcast will fail <laughs> is that nobody knows who we are. We're not famous, so no one cares. Automatically. No. Well, did, has anyone gotten famous off of their podcast? Automatically. It's a huge handicap. I think one person. Okay. So it can happen. Okay. You're right. But why, why did that one person get famous? Do you know who you're talking know. about? Yeah. Um, his name's Merlin something or other. Well, there it is. <laughs> He's a magician. <laughs> Two circles. Absolutely right. Well, why... Okay, so we'll, this will fail because we're not famous. Nobody really knows who we are. And we don't have famous guest stars. Although... Oh, I have, we have ideas for guest stars. Oh, though. yeah, we're going to have guest stars. Because we know some really cool people. Yes. We know, we know a lot of cool people. And we have very opinionated friends. Very, uh, I almost said very unique again. We have unique friends. We have people that have very strong opinions. And who very we will, specialized. We in will certain... gang up upon and uh, deride in, in the podcast to make them feel bad about that themselves. That is the hope. Which would be really... So if you like that, <laughs> stick around. That will Just happen. Listen to it. Listen to the next one. But we also have very, very intelligent friends who will basically school us in our train of thought if it's against them. Yes, but not, but not in an too. academic, annoying way. Well, sometimes. <laughs> okay, we do have a friend or two like that. <laughs> yeah. It'll be funny to listen to us deride them for being academic. Yep. Saying, hey, that's not the kind of audience we have. Exactly. We're, we're the, the fair maidens don't want that. The fair, this is not what the fair maidens demand, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> we totally have to have Charlie on the show. Charlie would be great at this because he is probably the smartest person I know. He's very academic. Very academic. He teaches at uh, the university. I think he's going for his sorcerers in communications right now. <laughs> I think it's just called telepathy now. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's it's a UNO exclusive course. Oh, I think Kevin I Sorbo stuck with teaches it. it. Kevin Sorbo teaches telepathy at UNO, the yep. University of Nebraska Omaha. Yeah, he's not doing anything else. Huh? Were you a Hercules or a Xena fan? I loved Xena. Really? Yes. Well, <laughs> Lucy Lawless was my first crush. Wow. You didn't like Gabby? Who's Gabby? Who's Gabby? It was Xena's. Oh, on the show. On yeah. Z no, I I thought Lucy Lawless. I liked her eyes. Yeah. she has piercing uh, her wolf smile eyes. she was very uh, she was i don't know something about her i just her as a fist. kid her back fist might have had something to do just with it the way she the threw technique. those rings yeah i was a fan of of xena xena warrior princess was my first crush and i that was a that was probably one of the first celebrities names i actually knew i knew lucy, lucy Lawless, Lawless was xena wow yep robin williams was my <laughs> I was your first who, celebrity crush yeah <laughs> yep i gotta know who did that voice of the genie who's the genie this Robin Williams. Guy. I also I also recall Robin Williams being one of the very first celebrities I knew of. And then Mrs. Doubtfire came out. We watched that over and over. Uh, I, I knew Robin Williams from Aladdin and from Fern Gully as Batty. Oh, right. From his voice work before I ever knew him as an actor. That guy's got one of the scraggliest beards. and um, He named his daughter Zelda. That's right. And I think it's a great name. I just think it's unfortunate that... Uh, it's also a video game. That Yeah, that if you name your daughter Zelda... Um, everyone's gonna think you're the boy from Zelda, the video game. Whose name is Link. Whose name is Link. Um, also, if we're in the tweeting mood or the emailing mood, I, my wife and I are gonna have a son, and, uh, boy, boys' names are just brutal, and they're very difficult to come up with a, a, a good-sounding one that's also original that will work for a baby as well as an adult. If you think of 
like the name Aiden, for instance. It's a pretty cute name. Wrong track. Wrong track. Because right now it's cute. There are billions of them. And that means they're going to be a billion... 40-year-olds <laughs> named Aiden. Aiden. I, can't, I Honestly, I cannot fathom that right now. That someday I'll be talking to an adult. I'll be an old guy. I'll be talking to an adult. And I'll be like, hi, my name is Elliot. This is... I'm Aiden. I'm Aiden. You're yeah. 40. I'm Aiden. <laughs> I'm Aiden. Yeah, I... It's, so instead of naming our child a name, we're thinking about a product endorsement so we can get some uh, free free items. That's not a bad idea. So um, I did think of a name for you, though. What? Chance. You know what? We're considering Chance. Really? Yep. We're considering Chance. I like Chance a lot. As obscure of a name as that is. Like, I just thought of it today. We are going back and forth between Chase and Chance. Those and, are both good names. And I like both of them. I think I, they both, I think, suit you guys well. Thank you. I, also I would like, never name my kid. I also like Bryce and Darren. I don't like those. Really? But I that I mean I, that's that's my two cents. I mean we're gonna it's we're gonna name what we want. I, Bryce feels a little too cool. A little I, too. That's like, what I'm, I'm thinking. Bryce. Bryce. I have a skateboard and yeah. spiked blonde hair. That's right. I'm gonna take off my sunglasses oh. while I talk to you. Um, kid Vid. You should name your kid Kid Vid. <laughs> he was the best BK uh, kids character. Sp- mascot, definitely. Do you remember them all? There was Kid uh, Vid, there was Vid, Jaws. IQ, Wheels. IQ and Wheels. That was Jaws. a little offensive. <laughs> it was very offensive. <laughs> who, who the heck? Wheels. <laughs> like, Jaws doesn't have a big mouth. and no. Well, Kid Vid, I guess, just makes sense because he's into media. But, hey, you can't feel your legs, Wheels. <laughs> like, why would you name them? <laughs> There's IQ. Uh, Again, that's like something someone excels it's at. It's me. You have a very high IQ. Your name is IQ. They might have. They might. They 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 should have just called him Wedgie at that point, because <laughs> he had as many wedgies as he did IQ. But he couldn't feel them, so it was okay. No, IQ. IQ could feel them. He wasn't wheels. Oh, I thought you were talking about wheels. No. <laughs> I was saying you should call IQ Wedgie. The. What was the? What was? Was it Boomer? Who was the girl with the sports? It girl? was Boomer. Really? That's good. I was trying to think of her name. You're good. I, that was kind of like a shot in the dark. You're good. No, that was Boomer. That came from my like subconscious, like deep down. Is this a dream? Led through. A- um, am I? Is it a dream right now? You know what I? Am I? Am I like punctuating my snoring with somniloquent like drawings? Ars somniloqua. Arms somniloqua. Arms som. Arm. Anyway, I read that if you draw a dot on your hand and look at it throughout the day. And whenever you look at that yeah, dot... Yeah, it'll become a habit. You think, exactly, it's all about habitual stuff. You think, uh, am I dreaming right now? And you uh, try to sense like the feel of things, the feel of the wooden desk. You check the lights. You check the lights. You check, check the colors. The, the numbers on the clock, and then you look back to make sure they're still the same. Um, a lot of the times, I look at a clock in a dream, and the numbers don't make sense to me. I can't derive the time out of the symbols on the clock. I've never looked at a clock in a dream. I've never cared what time it is in a dream. It's always digital, and it's never numbers. They're just like the bars lit up in various places, so it doesn't make sense, and that's how I know I'm dreaming. But then you get into a... It's just a... uh, Habits like that will get you into lucid dreaming. Yeah, because then when you go to sleep, uh, you'll habitually look at your hand to go, am I dreaming? Right. And then you're like, crap, I am dreaming. And then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, it's a free world. We'll get we'll get into we'll get into the the dreaming. Uh, so many so much dream phenomena. There's so much. That's a very big us. thing with us. Is it? We have lots of opinions and lots of experience in uh, dreams and lucid dreaming and, and sleep phenomena in general. Um, and that'll definitely take a whole podcast. 
And I also uh, wrote the script for Inception before it was called Inception. It was called Lucid, and I wrote it in college. Just want to throw I it remember, out there. I remember that. Just I can attest to that because I want to throw it out there. And just uh, nothing new under the sun, of course. But uh, just saying, if you like that movie, thank you. <laughs> I think that's uh, bound to happen a lot. I know. And with lots of people. And, and you know what? We wrote this. We wrote this uh, horror story called uh, Art mm-hmm. about Arthur Goodman, who can't tell. His dreams from his reality, which is now first thing going, we wrote together. Yep, which is now going to be a, uh, a drama on ABC. Not written by us. Not written by us. Written by us, but not our version. And I'm not saying they stole it. I did put it on the internet. I'm not saying they stole it though. I'm just saying, uh, once the idea is out there, it's it's out there for everyone. It's it's hard when you don't live in a place where uh, those connections are easily easy and, and there and, and that you're kind of mentored in how to handle these situations and going to film school and things like that. It's do, tough. It's harder. Do you want to talk about Omaha? We talk about Omaha a little bit. Omaha is weird. Regard. Omaha is weird. And I, I was born here. I've lived here my whole life. Different, of course, from you. You, yeah. you were dragged here. Yeah. Well, I was, I was dragged everywhere, but I ended up here. Not a military family, though. No, no. I had a... And uh, there's nothing wrong with what I'm about to say, <laughs> but I had a father who was very spontaneous and uh, very restless. So we we moved around quite a bit. Um, if I if um, I was born a girl, I was going to be named Harmony. My brother would have been Melody. That would have that gives that you some gives you insight <laughs> who my father is. Some um, bearings, yeah. So, but but I ended up here, and I I really like it here, and I I've lived in. Uh, uh, cities. I, I lived in Denver, and uh, I lived in Florida, and I've also lived Muncie, in... Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, Indiana. Birthplace of Jim Davis, who did Garfield, which is the most significant, the most significant thing. John Wayne. Muncie. John Wayne? Oh, he's from Omaha, isn't he? Yeah, that was the one we were trying to that's think of. That's right. Uh, okay, so we got John Wayne. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, he's not an actor. No. He's president. I was, think, I was thinking of uh, Jimmy Stewart. That was the other Jimmy. Ah. Uh. Wait, is it Jimmy Carter or Gerald Ford? Both. Both? A lot of people are from here. A lot of people get the roots here and then uh, move. Yeah, Nick we Wilkie, were trying to... I, I don't Payne, know if it was this podcast. Marlon Brando. It wasn't this podcast when we were talking about people that were from Omaha. Because there, no. there's not a lot. we got Alexander Payne. we got Marlon Brando. We've got... Uh, Chris Klein. Chris Klein? Yep. And, and the others we've mentioned. Uh, we're not known for having people... Uh, Entertainment-wise, coming from here. Saddle Creek Records, we got a lot of music coming. Music, we have the Omaha Sound. You might have heard of that. Um, basically, it sounds like this. It used to sound like that. Right, it's evolving. It's changing. That's like... <laughs> it's, uh, it's like indie music with a little bit of a country twang. Um, but it, almost in an ironic way. It's a very hipster thing. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's hard to Some explain, of it's good. Actually. Some of it's good. Uh, but faints from here, and they they didn't they they're more uh, electric. Yes, it's not an all it's not an all inclusive uh, definition because uh, the faint is still I don't know if they're I think they are considered as being part of the Omaha Sound, um, but they're, they're with that group that that the wave and they I, I'm really bummed they gained some national acclaim and they were on uh, Conan O'Brien and some of those other shows, but they haven't done anything in four years and they're kind of they're on a hiatus because like their keyboarder left really keyboard dude. And it's just like they kind of gave up for the a boardist. while. Uh, there's no talks of even doing anything, as far as I'm aware. It's sad. That is sad. But anyway, Omaha, we're this little island, city, metro. Uh, 
in the middle of the United States. Right Smack in the dab. Like, right. I think it's as middle as you get. Bullseye. Mm-hmm. Bam. And everyone thinks we're a cornfield. And we're not. Omaha is a legit city. We are bigger than San Francisco. We are... Uh, We've got a lot of Fortune 500 companies here, most headquartered here. Most millionaires per capita. Most rest- is that right? Yep. Most yeah. restaurants per capita. Yeah, it's it's a booming, booming city. Uh, everyone thinks there's nothing to do here, and I think they realize that if they go elsewhere, there's nothing to do anywhere. Yep, that's kind of a state of mind. Uh, to, to, to that uh, perspective's credit, we, we are in the middle. The city is in the middle of just abounding ranches and fields and corn and beef and agriculture. Um, anywhere west, east, north, south, you're going to hit some corn. But right in the middle here, we got uh, people. Lots and lots of people and things to do. It's that we're, we're, They test products here. That's something we get. Yeah, we get a, we're the guinea pigs. But um, to kind of refer back to what we were saying, people have to travel through all that flatness and boringness and nothingness in order to get here, which is why it's also just as hard to uh, send any product... Um, out from here as well, whether it be uh, anything artistic, uh, art, uh, media, film, all that stuff has uh, has a hard time breaking that um, that mindset of oh the city in the cornfield because we are an island. Otherwise, like if if Omaha was incidentally in New York or California or even uh, freaking Texas, probably it would have so much more acclaim than it than it really does. I think you're right. Um, just with that said. Rescue like Cornhuskers doesn't help either. Uh, uh, they're a Lincoln team, yeah. which is an hour west of here. Um, and they stand for Nebraska. Uh, and our mascot is, well, we are the Cornhuskers. Which is uh, kind of, what is that? Anyway. Someone who husks corn. Yeah. Shuck, don't you shuck corn, though? Yeah, you don't husk corn. Corn, corn has, has a husk. husk. If you husk a corn, you would be putting husk on a corn. I would think so. That's backwards. We don't want to do that. Corn shucking. We should we be the, the corn, corn shuckers. <laughs> oh, I know why we're not the corn shuckers. <laughs> I know. I know why we're not the corn shuckers. Though I have to say, I I, I much prefer to say corn shuckers. Um, a, a, couple, a few years ago, we went on a vacation. You remember this? Okay, it was a mission trip. We went to Costa Rica. Oh yeah. With a youth group we used to be a part of, and uh, the 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 flight to leave was so early in the morning that, and I wasn't on a good sleep schedule yet. I was going to bed at like 2 a.m. every night. So since we just figured out we'd have to leave at about 4, uh, my uncle and I said, hey, let's just stay up all night, uh, go get some energy drinks. We'll take a walk outside if we get tired. And, and we did that. We were taking a walk. It was probably 2.30 a.m. outside. And we're walking the block, and uh, we start to hear this weird squeaking sound. What on earth is that? What is that sound? Like, this is so weird. And we turn a corner and it gets louder. Just this squeaky, squeaky. And we're like, are you, this is, this is freaking us out. Or like, we have to discover what this sound is. Um, we're going towards it. It's not following us. So we don't feel like we're being chased, but it's, we're kind of freaking us out a bit. Uh, turn another corner. And what we have <laughs> is this really old lady uh, shucking corn into a giant bin. She has a she has a bin of corn and she's shucking it and throwing the husks in the trash and throwing the corn into another bin at two thirty a.m. Going at light speed. Just yep. In a in a suburb. Suburb. Uh, of them, because it's technically outside city limits where I was. Yeah. Uh, but like, 
I take three steps and I'm in Omaha. You're, you're describing like a, a meth house habit. <laughs> like I know. <laughs> like, that's what I imagine, that kind of territory. But it really wasn't. Um, that's so bizarre. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's all I have to say about corn. That's, a, that's everything I know about corn. <laughs> I don't have... That, and that's, that tops my corn stories, which are zero. I went to Lincoln, Did you meet too. Jonathan Davis once? <laughs> and monkey and head? Did I? No, I don't think I met them. Oh, I was thinking about me. Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't meet them either. Okay. <laughs> That's corn with a K, anyway. It's pronounced differently. The backwards capital R. Mm-hmm. Karen. Cron. Cron. <laughs> That's the cover band. Cron. You know what? Corn. The corn huskers should be a cover band of corn because they're covering it with the. Ah, oh, yeah. Husks of. There you go. New ambition. I don't want to do that. I'm going to come out with some folk songs, uh, just covers of corn songs. Is that how you're going to do it? Yeah. I know you said you wanted to record a folk album this year. I, I do. That's that's definitely... A, you know what? Um, the theory is, bands like Corn and Linkin Park... Um, they, the hybrid theory, would hybrid you say? Theory, yeah. Would you go so far as to say the hybrid theory is? Uh, nope. The, uh, they went away. This is the point. The hybrid theory went away, and they were good. And uh, now we for new metal for that time, right? Exactly. But now we have Lincoln Park, and the only way to get them to go away is an excessive amount of folk covers of their songs. Maybe. So, as, so we just gotta pour. We just gotta uh, surge the mainstream internet with folk, with covers, folk covers of new metal, of new metal songs. And I'm going to spark this revolution with but, me and my acoustic guitar. But are you going to? You have to. Then you have to folk cover their new stuff. It's true. To get them to stop with their new stuff. And their new stuff sounds like U2. It does? As far as I'm concerned. Wow. Like old new U2? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the difference between old new U2 and new U2. It's all bad. <laughs> they wrote one good song, and I don't like it when they perform it. <laughs> what was the good Sunday song? Sunday Bloody Sunday. Uh, so that's what I was going to get. Yeah, I prefer Saul Williams' version. Ah, yeah. Slam poet and musician Saul Williams. He's an idol. Well, I gotta say, I, I, I dislike slam poetry. You're a poet, and you dislike slam poetry. I dislike most poetry. That's 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 a good point. I don't like most poetry. I don't know if that makes me a good poet, or... It makes most people bad poets. It, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. I would think so, because you have to read... And I do, I read some poetry. Uh, I read the good stuff. Uh, the good stuff I consider to be the classic stuff. Uh, I hate the beat writings, and and I just I'll just alienate everyone right now. I hate uh, <laughs> slam poetry, and I hate beat poetry, and I just I just don't like it um, because you're, you're it's not at that point you're not relying on the words. It's not about the words that you're saying. It's about performance. The performance. It's about the presentation of the words. Um, and to me, in my opinion, that's not what poetry is about. I feel like that's not what poetry is about. Everything can be poetic, but if we're talking just straight up poetry, I think it needs to be read, just read. That's interesting. I, I, I'm from the school of thought that I like uh, um, beats and slams if they're well written. Uh, and 99% of the time, people are just get lazy because they can slam it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and because it, they could vocalize it and say it however they want to say it, um, it, it makes it better than... Uh, it's, instead of driving the point home, it makes it all it is. It becomes, you know, 
like the D box seats or the 3D glasses. That's what it's about now. Slam a poem right now. <laughs> Slam a poem right now. Yeah, slam a po you can come okay. up with anything exactly. off the top of the head and just and just say it uh, at, right. to a certain cadence and we have a slam poem. For example, pod, cast. This is what's happening to us right now. This is a podcast and I am casting a pod. Why? Do you cast pods in your spare time? What spare time do you have? How come you are not feeding the hungry person who is at your doorstep, bleeding to death, bleeding poetry, bleeding poetry, bleeding poetry? You pick up the blood, you spear it across your shirt, and you write a slam poem. But why? Do you cast that pod? I cast that pod. That's a slam poem. And that's, that's how it goes. Award winning. That's how it goes. But I think a, a, slam po a slam poem needs to be really well written before it could be um, well spoken and bad, poorly spoken slam poems. Um, oh, I can't think of one. What I just did. Um, those, that, that's, that uh, blankets most of slam poetry. <laughs> that's what it is. I agree. Do you think that was ridiculous? Yes. That's what slam poetry is. So you agree that it's ridiculous? For the most part, yeah. And I've been to plenty of slams, and uh, that's that's what I've uh, most of it goes. experienced, which is sad, because I love it when it's good. When it's good, it's... The, oh. And the same thing goes with, I think, any any media. Like, I hate most movies, but the movies I love are yeah, nothing like it. The, the, the most recent slam poem I heard, I was at um, a little place in Omaha called The Side Door Lounge. Mm -hmm. Uh, this little bar and performance area for eh, people with acoustic guitars or slam poets. And they just kind of go back and forth. And it's great when they're not performing because it's a cool little hangout. You can have some drinks and hang out. But when they are performing, there are no gaps between performers. And you don't get a chance to talk to your friends to discuss any of what's happening around you. Uh, so they, they just force it down your face. Yeah. And then you have to keep it there. Yeah, they schedule way too many people at once. And, and yeah, and so you forget about everybody and the things you remember are only negative things because those stick out the most. You want to remember to say... Oh, they don't do it the for you. Thing. That's no. the other thing. No. Slam no. poetry is not for the audience. No, it's for them. It's completely masturbatory. And But the last, the last one that I heard, the guy had a very interesting cadence... Um, I don't remember the words, but the cadence was something like, <laughs> like, it was like a song, like the way he was doing it, like he was saying it, he was doing it as though they were lyrics of a song. He wasn't singing though, but it was kind of spaced out that way. And I, and, 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 and everyone, see, everyone loved it. They went crazy. Really? And I thought it was shite. <laughs> I thought it was so bad. I was like. Why, why is this guy trying to be a... That person expressed himself. Exactly. Exactly. Good for him. Yep. Good for him for talking about beds and windows and people. Oh, and, but it goes beyond that. And he went like this. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't. I think a good slam poem would be just as good spoken. Yeah. Spoken. Uh, how are we on time? How much... We've been jabbering for 47 minutes. 47 minutes. Does not feel like it. <laughs> I'm sure it feels like it to our audible listeners. To the Fair Maidens? To the Fair Maidens. The Rapunzel's up in the, up in the high tower. I, I picture them all having blonde hair, too. And blue eyes. It's racist. No, it's not racist. <laughs> well, there's our demographic. Everybody else. Um, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, if you're anyone else. What does this sound like? Um, <laughs> I've watched Rapunzel 27 times. Rapunzel? Tangled. Tangled. It was originally going to be called Rapunzel, but they thought Disney thought they'd be alienating the male demographic. 
That's why? Just about just just as much about Flynn Rider. Mm. But twenty seven times. So um thanks, Mandy Moore. High fives. I like Mandy Moore. She's fine. Yeah. And as far as um uh, you know, cartoons that are cracked to children, it's not bad. It's no. not bad. I could I you no. know, I'm fine with it. I put it on for I should explain it. I have a daughter. I don't just <laughs> I don't just put put it on a marathon it and sing the songs in my pajamas with popcorn unless I have my daughter with me which that's absolutely true um as it should be as it should be I saw it but I saw it with uh, my wife in the theater but every time since it's been with uh, my daughter Leona who is in love with it so um, highly recommended how old is Leona Leona will be three in June there you go I think that Tangled really made up for uh Princess, Princess and, and the, the Frog. Frog again not racist you said it, man. I wasn't I gonna know, go there. I know. You only like white princesses. Is Everything that basically... is pointing against me. <laughs> um, that's exactly what I'm saying. No, uh, but it was a bad movie. <laughs> it was a bad movie. I thought it was gonna be good. They they got the writer who had written the songs. Uh, Randy Newman. No, <laughs> who had written the songs for The Little Mermaid and some of those earlier ones. Alan Arkin. He, no, what? He's an actor. I mean, Alan. Uh, shoot, what's his name? That's embarrassing. Alan Alda? <laughs> I see his name every day. I just never say it. Alan Arkin is a... It's Alan something. Okay. Um, but yeah, that guy. Mencken? Uh, Mencken. Alan Mencken. I'm probably making all this up. No, I, I read that, and so... I, I assume it's true. I thought the songs were fine. No, every, yeah, no, it was great. But, uh, wait, the songs in Princess and the Frog? Mm -hmm. No. No? No. You don't like them? No, none of them. None of them are catchy, none of them stuck with me, none of them made me feel good. Well, it wasn't really a feel-good movie. No. None of them made me feel anything other than anger at how bad they were. <laughs> anyway. And they killed Ray. Yes. They killed the, the most compelling character in the whole movie. Got stomped. Under a, a voodoo foot. A voodoo right. boot. Well, do you have anything else to add to this, our first introductory podcast? Hopefully, uh, the plan is that, that the ones after this, while still organic, will be somewhat focused on uh, a certain topic or whatever, you know. Sure. Uh, obviously, tangents are welcome. Um, this one was kind of scattered all over the place, but we're just trying to give you a, a feel. Yeah, just a scattershot of things we're going to delve into more deeply later. Um, yeah, um, we're going to be more... Uh, we got things to talk about, and it's going to be more focused later. We also have some really cool guest speakers who are we're going to... Um, I think we, um, we talked about trap that. in the room. I think we did talk about that. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, that's that's it. It. Has the cast been? Has the pod been cast? The, the pod has officially been cast. The pod as well as a lot. And has before been cast. we just digress and it becomes really boring, all of a sudden I'm just going to stop it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.